investment tax planning. That's what we're talking about during this show on the professional edge. My name's Seen Todd, tax attorney and CPA. What we've talked about is a little bit of real estate investment tax planning. We've talked about investment tax planning. So let's shift gears and talk about that side hustle. Well, a lot of our individual listeners here on the Professional Edge have their W-2 regular job, but then they're also trying to do something on the side. Might be woodworking, it might be photography. It's just something that's going on and they File Schedule C, a sole proprietorship. Well, that's all well and good. So let's see how we can actually keep more dollars in your pocket, being a listener here on the Professional Edge for that business that you're operating. Well, number one, the entity question. Do I need to continue to be a sole proprietor and file everything on Schedule C? and then be able to pay self-employment tax on those net self-employment earnings. We know that 15.3% of that goes into the Social Security Administration. Then we also have to pay income tax on that balance as well, on that net self-employment income. So we have our FICA tax and then we have our individual income tax. So we got to figure out how we can reduce that down underneath the guise and outline of the internal revenue code. So the very first thing you need to do is a consider, are you deducting all the deductible expenses? And you say, well, yeah, um, I've watched some YouTube videos and um, I'm going along with my buddy who's done this before and I'm getting my tax advice from them. Well, they're not a licensed CPA. They're not a tax attorney. So what we're trying to do is maximize your net income that you get to keep. So on your business, let's think about this. We have the code section in Toronto Revenue Code Section 179. Well, that's a special election that you can expense capital improvements or capital expenditures. So if I buy my laptop computer and I use it personally, there is going to be zero tax deduction because that is a personal use asset. But if I use that laptop 100% of my business to track inventory or put up my website and post things on eBay, then I get to take a 179 expense election and write off the entire cost of $1,000 of that laptop computer if I'm using it 100% for business. So my question to you as a listener here on The Professional Edge is, are you maximizing your expense write-offs through Section 179 of the Internal Revenue Code? That's the question. Now, turning over uh, to the next concept of that Schedule C is, are you actually in business or is this a hobby? Well, it depends. There's a key provision inside the Internal Revenue Code, and if it's a hobby and your expenses exceed your income, then the Internal Revenue Service limits that and you do not get to take that hobby loss. So if you spent more money than you made, and let's call it $5,000, you have a $5,000 loss because you're starting this, and the Internal Revenue Service comes in and says, mm, this is a hobby, 
but you wrote off that $5,000 on your tax return, guess what? They're gonna reset that return. They're not going to allow that $5,000 hobby loss to be offset against your W-2 earnings, and therefore you're gonna owe interest and penalties and tax on that $5,000. Hmm. So let's make sure you structure your business to where the Internal Revenue Service has a very hard argument to say that this is a hobby. You want this to be a business. You want this to be a viable business. But we all know when you start a business, there might be more expenses than there is income. That's okay. Don't get scared with that. But if you structure it improperly, the Internal Revenue Service has an easy challenge to offset and say you are disallowed that $5,000 loss in our example, and therefore you owe us some additional taxes, interest, and penalties. We don't want that letter to come to our listeners here on the professional edge. So let's structure it properly, make sure that you are in business with the intent to make a profit, and therefore, when that $5,000 loss comes in, you have peace of mind that you are entitled to take that on your tax return and offset your W-2 earnings. And therefore, we're not going to pay tax on $5,000 at 20%. That's $1,000 tax savings. So make sure you structure that properly. If you don't know whether you're structured properly or not, give our office a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. So this is all part of that investment tax planning because if you have your small business on the side versus a hobby, which you cannot take a hobby loss to offset your active W-2 income, but you have your active business and you create a loss, you are able to offset that against your W-2 earnings. An individual will say, wow, I, you know, I, I've heard somewhere, I've read somewhere, um, my friend told me that if I recognize losses um, over the three years, that the Internal Revenue Service is gonna come in and deny me the recognition of that loss, well, the answer is N-O, no. If you have valid business expenses that generate a loss over three years, three, four, five, six years, you are still legally entitled to recognize those losses and defer and offset your active income. I'll sign off on the return all day long. What actually is the trigger is who has the burden to present those valid expenses. For the first three years, the burden is on the Internal Revenue Service to prove that these are not valid business expenses and to prove that this is a hobby, not a business. But then year four on, four plus, the burden shifts to you, the taxpayer, to prove that you are in business to, with the intent to make a profit and therefore these active business losses are going to be able to offset your active income. So it's a burden shift, not that you are denied the recognition of these valid business expenses and the recognition of this valid business loss. So again, um, it's knowing the Internal Revenue Code and being a tax attorney and a CPA, I do understand the Internal Revenue Code and how to apply that to my client's situation to benefit them the most.
So that's integrating your tax planning with your investment planning. And that's what we do at Estate Management Counselors. And if you're not getting that counsel and advice, do give our office a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. So again, more investment tax planning. We're talking about that business. And then we also need to look and say, okay, does it make more financial sense, tax sense, to buy a vehicle or lease a vehicle? Well, the Internal Revenue Code is structured a little bit to favor a lease of a vehicle than a capitalize and depreciate a vehicle. There's limits on the amount of depreciation you can take on an automobile. Again, it's based on business use and subject to annual limitations. But with a lease, we still have to apply the business use to that lease payment, but we get that 70% of the lease payment that we make. So an individual, you know, tax planning wise may make more sense to lease a vehicle and write off the business use percentage of that versus buying the automobile and reducing their taxable income by the business use of the annual limitation on the depreciation of that automobile. Pretty complicated for a listener here on the professional edge, but um, want to be sure that I am correct in those statements. So that gives you an idea of the difference between a lease vehicle and a purchase capitalized and depreciation. Depreciation has an annual limit. The lease payment is the business use. So if we have a $1,000 lease payment, yes, uh, vehicles are expensive now. A $1,000 monthly payment is not unrealistic. And if we use it 70% for business, we have uh, $700 per month times 12 is $8,400 tax deductible expense off your tax return. And again, making sure that you're not a hobby, then if that produces a loss, then we can offset your W-2 income. It's all integrated. So that's the level of counsel and advice you should be receiving. If you're not and you're winging it by yourself, you are probably leaving thousands of dollars on the table. You're overpaying your taxes and those dollars will add up, especially with the inflation that's going on right now every dollar counts. So again, when was the last time you sat down and actually did tax planning? We don't do tax planning when we are gathering our tax documents to give to the tax preparer or you are firing up one of these online software self-preparation tax software programs. That's not tax planning. That's tax preparation. Tax planning is what we do now today to make sure that we pay the least amount of taxes underneath the Internal Revenue Code. The Internal Revenue Service, there's no duty on them to make sure that you pay the least amount possible. Well, it's on you. It's okay to structure your transactions to pay the least amount taxable on your tax return. So again, to get that counsel and advice, Give our office a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. Another place you might want to go is emcthebundle.com. That is echo Mary Charlie thebundle.com. That's where we've combined three things. One, your estate plan, two, your tax plan, and three, your investment portfolio analysis. And if you 
purchased or engaged our services for each one of those separately, the cost would be north of $10,000. But being a listener here on the Professional Edge, we have discounted that to give you a very big financial incentive to get moving forward on those three items. So again, check that out at emcthebundle.com. That is Echo Mary Charlie thebundle.com. So more coming up here on the Professional Edge. My name's Seen Todd, tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner. Thanks for listening to the Professional Edge. We've all thought about it. Everyone listening will need one. Not having one can cause untold heartache. Family conflict escalating to the point of a lawsuit. One simple thing that avoids all that? An effective estate plan. As a practicing tax attorney, Seen Todd with Estate Management Counselors has completed over 1,000 estate plans during his 15 years of professional practice. He can help you implement an effective estate plan, coordinate your financial accounts, and make sure you have named the proper beneficiaries to maximize your tax savings. Call 877-654-9798 today and let tax attorney Seen Todd help you implement an effective estate plan. Call 877-654-9798 today. As a tax attorney, CPA, for over 15 years, Seen Todd has implemented over 1,000 individual estate plans. He has recently authored an especially helpful guide, How to Unlock the Ultimate Estate Plan. This guide has helped many individuals to understand the benefits of an estate plan and how to avoid unintended disasters. Seen has made every attempt to write this in plain English. To receive this valuable guide, How to Unlock the Ultimate Estate Plan, call 1-877-654-9798 and request your complimentary copy today or by emailing your request to info at emcadvisors.net.